Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline is presented by XO Wellness, a healing practice using homeopathy, flower essence, and holistic life guidance for a happier, healthier you. Go to xowellness.com forward slash healing room for 15% off your first consult, healing jewelry, or product. Hello, all my beautiful friends out there. I hope that you are well, and we're going to get right into our topic for today of living naturally in an increasingly synthetic world and staying healthy while keeping the balance. I want to know how you guys feel about this. Obviously, if you're listening to my show, you're someone who lives intentionally and doesn't sleepwalk through your life. But I know for me, it's a challenge of feeling like I have one foot in the natural world and one foot in the synthetic world (laughs) because our world is constantly changing. And I'm always striving to keep the middle, stay in the middle, find that balance between doing what I can to feel good and protect my family and stay healthy, and then letting go of the circumstances that I can't control. And I want to know how you guys feel about that. What is it like for you? I want to share some of my triumphs and successes and some of my struggles in the area of living naturally. And I also want to hear about yours. Do you ever feel bombarded with information about harmful chemicals or exposure to toxins? Do you ever feel like it's just too much? It's too much to know or keep up with? Or how can you be on the defense that much in life? This is something that's been of interest to me, especially since I am now part of a family with children. And I want to tell you the difference in my life and what I've noticed that's given me a lot more awareness and compassion for parents and business owners and people who are just busy and living their lives because it takes a lot of time to be natural and to be healthy. And that's one thing that I have been very aware of since becoming a mom. Before I met my husband and adopted a child and became a stepmom to two adult children, my life was very different. Because my life centered around seeing clients, being of service to others in the capacity of what I do. I hold space for others for them to do their own healing work. And I'm constantly doing healing work. And that was my focus. So for many years, the time that I wasn't seeing clients was restorative self care time. And I had really gotten pretty good at lowering my footprint and my consumption of products. I didn't live completely off the grid, but I was pretty close. And I really enjoyed that. And that became normal to me. And I sort of forgot that that's not 
how most people live. (laughs) So I meet this amazing man with this beautiful family, and he has this little boy that has become his son too. And he has two amazing grown children. And I get married and I insert myself into this family. And it felt like stepping onto another planet, almost like I'm married into the matrix. (laughs) And as I say that, I want to be very clear that there's no blame or judgment or snobbery in what I'm saying. I remembered that most people were living like this, that most people were not knowing about the chemicals that they were exposing themselves to through the products that they were using or the harmful chemicals in the foods that they were eating. I remembered and I'd gotten pretty far away from living like that. So it was a shocking contrast and it was a huge adjustment for me. And I'm guessing that a lot of you can relate to what I'm saying because when you have children and they are busy and they are in school and they are in sports and you are running your own business too and life is fast, it's easier to make the unhealthy choices. It's easier to make the lazy choices that are not good for our bodies or the earth. And so, It's taken a lot of effort, but it's been totally worth it. And what I ended up doing was focusing on diet first. When I came into instant motherhood to a seven-year-old, he had kidney disease and he was already on blood pressure medication, kidney medication that was giving him serious gastrointestinal side effects. He was in the hospital a lot. His kidney specialist was saying that he was going to need a new kidney and that he would be on a donor list quite soon. So I took that as my top priority and helped him to clean up his diet. And the one thing I'll say for my sweet family is they were completely receptive to making healthy changes. And that's very important because I know A lot of people don't have that if they're trying to make a positive change at home. Lots of times there's a lot of resistance to any kind of change and that's normal because change can be scary for people. So I want to give a huge amount of gratitude to my people, my little tribe, because they responded really well to the dietary changes that we implemented initially. And now I'm really happy to say My son will be 12 coming up in just a few months and his kidney is perfectly fine and he is well and he is not on any medication anymore and he learned how to eat real food. But he hadn't known how to do that before and I know a lot of people don't and I completely get it because I saw with my husband's schedule and running his own business and he was raising this child on his own what in the world was he supposed to do? And he didn't really have time to educate himself like I have taken the time to learn about how to use food as medicine. So that's where I started. When I inserted myself into this family, I started to remove the harmful chemicals from the food that was being eaten. And that made some 
profound health changes and transformation. And that's all fine and good. But I did not tackle the issue of harmful chemicals in the laundry products, the cleaner, the personal care products. I didn't even go there. And that was a struggle for me. It was challenging for me, but I knew instinctively that you do have to be gentle with bringing these changes in with your loved ones. And that's something that I wanted to encourage you and support you with today. If you are waking up to eliminating harmful chemicals from your life, from your body, from your home environment, be gentle. Because I knew that the last thing that they needed was this new person in their family coming in, just guns ablazing, you know, hey, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. Because I never want to be preachy or judgmental with living naturally. Because you know what? At the end of the day, we have to do what we can do. And I think it's more harmful, even more detrimental for us to be constantly worried about the chemicals that we're being exposed to or to be on the defense like everything's out to get us. I think that's going to have a more detrimental effect on our health than making the changes with the chemicals. So my strategy is to do what I can and to do what I feel like someone is ready to for me to introduce or to implement into their lifestyle and then let go of the outcome or let go of any kind of control around harmful chemical exposure and still be happy and i think this is the balance that we strive for if we have one foot in the ever growing synthetic world and one foot back in the natural world to find that middle is a challenge and it's something that i deal with every day and i have so much compassion and understanding for you guys if you're out there dealing with the same thing. I came across a documentary recently on Netflix called Stink, S-T-I-N-K. And I sat my family down and we watched this Netflix show together. And it was extremely helpful because this documentary was created by this guy who has two little girls and he's raising them on his own because he lost his wife to cancer. And it's this simple story. It started out so innocently. He ordered some pajamas for Christmas for his little girls. So he gets the Christmas pajamas in the mail, opens them up, and they they stink like harmful chemicals. So he inquires and reaches out to the company and says, I really want to keep my daughters healthy. And what's on these pajamas? That just plain stinks. Well, he opened up this Pandora's box of secrecy and a lot of old laws with the chemical industry and the lobbyists and the politicians that are involved. And it's very interesting what he uncovers in this movie. So if you want more information about how chemical companies have been able to put harmful products in the personal care things that we buy. If you want to understand 
how that all works, he really exposed and brought to light a lot of really good issues. What was really helpful to me about this documentary was it answered a question for me that I've had for years, a question of why have certain chemicals been banned in most European countries and many countries around the world for so long that have been authorized and legal to use in products here in the United States. I haven't been able to figure that out. And this movie brings to light the industrial and political reasons why that's been happening. And I think it's so good for us to be informed and aware so that we can make better choices about the individuals that we vote into office and that we put people in place to lead our government and work for the people to take care of us. And that is a change that I really feel is coming as we all get more aware about what goes in our bodies and what we spend our money on. And when you think about it, a lot of the chemicals that are sold in the products that we buy are relatively new on the scene. Most of the laws and regulations for those chemicals came about in the 50s or the 60s. And that's not really that long ago. And I'm a child of the 70s. So I grew up in the Happy Meal era. And I noticed how conditioned my brain is to feel like those synthetic chemical smells are clean. Because my brain has been entrained, you know, our limbic system And the olfactory system that is connected to the limbic system in the brain, it translates information about the smells that we take in. And I'm wondering if any of you have the same experience of like when I smell toxic bleach or good old Tide or fabric softener, my brain translates that to "Mm, that's really clean. And it was definitely a struggle for me and a big adjustment to get used to more natural, cleaner smells because I would just not feel like it was really getting clean because my brain had already been programmed a certain way with the chemical smells. And this is happening more and more in our world that our endocrine system, our nervous system, all these complex, intricate systems in our body are being affected by these chemical smells that we take in. And our whole entire circuitry is misinformed. And this is something that is worth taking a look at. I've heard somewhere that it only takes about 48 hours of being in nature, completely in nature, no inside time, no time around electronics or electricity or Wi-Fi, anything like that. But being outside for about 48 hours is all it takes for our bodies to start to recalibrate and tune themselves and our senses start to come back to their intelligent baseline, I guess I I should say. So if you get a chance to do that, if you can camp for a couple of days, see how that feels. See if you start to feel more in tune with yourself and with your senses. I know my friend Judy hiked the entire Appalachian Trail and the stories that she came back and told me about how her sense of smell changed 
on the trail, it was remarkable. She said after a while, their senses were so finely tuned, she and the other hikers, that they could smell a day hiker way far away. They could smell all the synthetic fragrances in the body products and the shampoo that they had used in the fabric softener on their clothes. They could smell this person coming way before they ever could see them. And she said they would be so repulsed by those chemical smells. And that's really interesting when you think about how lulled we get to sleep, to being used to these smells in our day-to-day life of taking laundry out that has that toxic chemical smell and feeling like, hmm, that's good. (laughs) I just find this fascinating. And it's something that I want to learn more about, about how to, to retune myself. But the Appalachian Trail, you know, six months of hiking is not realistic for a lot of us. But I do feel like getting outside as much as possible, getting away from all the artificial scents and trying to eliminate all the Glade products and Febreze and scented candles and and dishwashing liquid and all the things that bombard our senses all the time getting back to using plant-based products will give us a a refining of our senses and heighten our awareness of when our environment is toxic. Because I really do think that for most of us, our senses have gone to sleep to this. And that same friend of mine who hiked the Appalachian Trail, she also mentioned that the hikers could smell a town way before they would reach the city limits of that town because she said it stunk so bad, the pollution, the chemicals that were being emitted. And these are things that we just get used to, you know, we get used to in our life. But it's also interesting to me how I feel like my senses are misinformed to perfumes. I know some people are repelled by synthetic chemical perfumes. And in that movie, Stink, the one I was mentioning, it really shows you why. The horrendous products that they use to make these lovely, sexy smelling chemical perfumes are awful. It's, It's things like fracking oil. They can make any kind of repulsive ingredient smell like something that it's not. Smell like something that our brain perceives as something from nature. But the really interesting thing about this for me, (laughs) talking about how we're all so programmed with these synthetic fragrances, is how my husband loves those Victoria's Secret chemical perfumes. And I have to admit, I do too. I like the way that they smell. I wish I didn't, but I'm not going to lie. True confession. When I go into a Victoria's Secret store, which I try to not make a habit of that, but I was in there at Christmas, my stepdaughter wanted a gift card from there. And I went in there and I was just laughing at how good it smelled to me and how much my husband wishes I would use that kind of perfume versus essential oil perfumes. (laughs) And we've tried some and he bought a very expensive pure plant perfume for me at Christmas. And 
it was hilarious because I put too much of it on. And of course, it's so potent with the plant oils. You've got to be very sparse with how you're going to apply real plants compared to like all these synthetic chemical fragrances where you can just like spray it all over you. And one night I was like, oh, this is going to smell so good. I'm going to be so romantic. And we both had to leave our bedroom. It was so overwhelming, the strength of the plant smell as it activated with my body heat. So be very careful about that. Don't use the pure plant oils like you do the synthetic perfumes. But I'm just being really honest that that's something that we struggle with. And now he knows I don't want any of that fracking oil, chemical stuff. I don't want it on my skin. I don't want to inhale it and have it affect my brain, my endocrine system. I don't want that, even though I'm not going to lie. I think they smell good. (laughs) And I am happy to say that my friend Linda, who sells essential oils, she shared a laundry detergent recipe with me that I really do like. And she adds the essential oils to the laundry detergent. And that helps a lot. So I'm going to share that recipe with you in the show notes. And I just wanted to give you some suggestions for making that step over to living more naturally, paying attention, staying awake. I do try to watch out for extra radiation that I don't need, say from microwaves and smart meters and all that kind of stuff. Anywhere that you can eliminate or buy a protective covering for your smart meter. Do some research. Do your due diligence on toxic chemicals, exposure. And then at the same time, here's the paradox. Then let go and don't be angry about it. And I know that that's a fine balance. And we're all working on it. But I do think, for instance, when I found out about the installation of the smart meters by the electric company where I live, I have one of two choices. I can be angry that a company would put out a product that would be harmful to me and my family. All right, I can be angry about that and that's gonna make me feel a lot worse and be detrimental to my health. Or I can be empowered and grateful that I have my own mind, I can think for myself, I can take inspired action to make healthy changes. That's what I choose to do. I'll never forget hearing Tony Robbins say, gratitude is the way to empowerment. And it is, because if we stay caught up in being angry at companies that do not have integrity, that do not have our best interests at heart, it's never gonna make us feel good. It's gonna make us feel worse. But what we can be grateful and empowered about is that We have the choice how we spend our dollars and we can find companies that care, companies that care about our health, companies that care about the environment. We have the power to give our dollars to those companies. And if enough people quit spending money with the companies that don't have our best interests at heart and don't have integrity or consciousness about how to take care of the planet, those companies will go away. So that's my strategy. And also, I want to remind you, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like 
life as hazardous to your health, go in the woods. Get away from all the technology. Get away from all the chemicals. Smell the forest, the plants. Be with the animals. That's the best medicine and remedy I know of for overexposure to a toxic world. And I also want to share with you my friend Daniel. His podcast is called Rewild Yourself. And it's only archives, I think, at this point. I don't think he's actively doing the podcast at this time because he's busy foraging and hunting and gathering and living off the land and just having the best life ever. But he created a series of very informative podcasts about what to be aware of, what to be informed about when it comes to making choices about the chemicals that are in products, what to stay away from, how to live better. I love each episode and the guests that he brings on are so rich. It's a treasure chest of information. So I want you to check it out if you're interested in learning how to live more naturally and still have fun. And I definitely want you to still have fun. And most of all, I think we have to not take ourselves too seriously and lose sight of the meaning of life, the purpose of being here, which is to have joy. So control the things you can, be inspired to make little changes in your day-to-day life that will make you feel better, and then let go of the rest and be happy. So this is my suggestion to you. Get outside. I know it's such a it's such a contradiction to be listening to me on your device and then for me to say, get outside, but I mean it. Glean information, empower yourself, make sure that you're well equipped with the information about what you're exposing your family to, what you're spending your money on, how you're cleaning, how you're eating. Make those changes through all the advancements in technology where we have all this information at our fingertips that we can learn. So learn all you can and then step away from it. I think technology is amazing in the learning and empowerment that it's giving us. So soak it up. Use technology for your good and then make sure you're getting away from it as well. Until next time, keep on healing and I encourage you to live naturally and happily in this ever increasingly synthetic world. And I want to hear from you. What are you doing that works? How are you making little changes in your life and the life of your family? We want to hear how you're making a difference and how you're being healthy. Keep on healing. Healing.